0: This is the Janine Firo Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro.
1: Welcome back to the Judge Janine Donald Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is the former chair of the New York State Republican Party, and we definitely miss him. Uh, but he now is a congressman representing New York's 23rd District. Please join me in welcoming Congressman Nick Langworthy to the Judge Janine Tunnel the Tower show. Now, um, Congressman, you know, I, I'm always, like, ready to call you Nick, but uh, you are a congressman, and your being a congressman on this show uh, in particular today, Sunday, is incredibly important given the mess that went on in Congress. This week, we had eight uh, Republican congressmen and uh, well, actually seven men, one congresswoman who voted to get Kevin McCarthy out. And uh, now we're in the middle of I don't know what, but it seems like a mess. What what happened and where are you on this whole situation?
0: Uh, Well, first, thanks for having me back, Judge. Um, But I, I mean, we got mugged. I mean, essentially, you have eight breakaway. Uh, frankly, traitors to the Republican Party that joined with the entirety of the Democratic leadership of this country to take out our absolute best player, our Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, He has done an amazing job. He built this majority and um, he's been taken off the field. And it's it's unconscionable. It's unfair uh, and it's unwarranted. Well, these people, these purists that they can't understand that we have a four-seat majority and this is tough, uh, they don't get it, frankly.
1: Well, well, they don't get it. And the amazing part of it is that Kevin McCarthy – was able to get us through without a shutdown. And the Democrats were relying on a shutdown. They were like, they're going to shut it down. Ordinary Americans, uh, you know, military families are not going to get their checks. People have paycheck to paycheck. How are they going to survive? These Republicans, you know, let's make... Yeah, they're going to have a shutdown. Karine Jean-Pierre in the middle of press conferences in D.C. is talking about predicting a shutdown. Kevin McCarthy avoids a shutdown. And the thanks he gets is he gets his butt kicked out of uh, the speakership. Now, I, you know, I respect the the purism, you know, but, you know, when we in America have to watch this sausage mess being, it's not being made, it's being busted up by some unhappy people when we have never been stronger in terms of every metric, whether it's crime, immigration, the economy, the Biden administration's in in hot water right now. Joe Biden is a, he is, he is. He is incapable of communicating with the American people. Uh, he is he's decrepit in terms of, his, you know, his physical as well as his mental ability. And now the, the the Republicans decide they want to blow it up for themselves in a year. It's we got a year before the next presidential election. And we're so stupid. Nick, we are so stupid. Every Democrat voted With those malcontents, and they joined the MAGA Republicans to take out a moderate Republican, Kevin McCarthy. How
0: stupid are we? I I mean, we have what what we have. These people that masquerade and claim to be the most conservative among us. They're, They're radical chaos merchants. And frankly, I'm starting to call them Joe Biden Republicans because that's the only person that they aided and abetted by taking out our speaker uh, is Joe Biden. His agenda will march forward. If we can't uh, get our act together, what they've done here has probably plunged us into a month of disarray in right. terms of reorganizing, trying to reelect the new speaker. You need 218 votes. Uh, you know, people have different opinions. I have great respect for everyone that's put their name forward. And I, I'm committed right now uh, on the race. Uh, and, Cause I'm all ears because Frankly, the speaker we had was the best speaker uh Kevin McCarthy yeah. that we could have right now uh and if we had any sense in our head, we'd bring him back uh but But these purists these anarchists um, they can't understand that this this you don't get your own way a hundred percent of the time in government. Well, and when you have divided government. You have to do a deal with the other side. Otherwise the government shuts down and no one, I didn't run for office to shut down the government. I did it to take care of the people of Western New York and the Southern tier.
1: I got to tell you, Kevin McCarthy, when he walked out, I, I just remember, I think I was sitting, it was right before the five and we, all of us were sitting at the table and uh, the five on Fox, of course, if, if anyone listening doesn't know my reference, but, uh, I saw him walk out and I said, what a class act. There was no anger. There was nothing. This is a man who raised enormous amounts of money for congressional candidates. This is a man who brought in minorities, women, military people into Congress. This is a guy who fought to have a Congress that was representative of Americans. And so you've got Matt Gates and Andy Biggs and a few others who say, let's take down the Republicans. And they say, look, we want to, we had to take the bandage off sooner or later. Well, you know what, wait until after a presidential year. Wait until, you know, maybe we're already in the hole, but we're not. We've got a president who's inept, who's incompetent. Now the president with 10,000 people coming through a day in, in El Paso, now all of a sudden he's saying, I got to build a border wall. And to the left, he's saying, I really don't think the wall, you know, stops anything. Well, uh, you know, so he's got he's got the ability now to say, I'm building the wall. Now that people are really upset about the immigrants coming in and uh, I'm going to start to send people back to Venezuela when two weeks ago he was giving them all work permits. You know, we're giving him a chance to rehabilitate himself while we destroy ourselves. So where is Congress now? I mean, is everybody home now after the
0: they blew up the ship. Well, they shut down the floor on us. We can't take any official actions. We can't move our appropriations process forward. And now we have to go. We're in the we were plunged into a speaker's election. So, you know, as as uh, as we talk here today, I'm in between conference meetings on Zoom and teleconferences, listening to candidates for speaker, you know, talk to the various caucuses. And um, it's a long process. And someone's got to get to 218 votes before they can be considered, because I'll be damned if we go through this, the, the masquerade that we did at the beginning of the year. Votes 15, from
1: 15 votes for McCarthy. 15 votes.
0: We need to have 218 before we leave conference, yeah. uh, because... Uh, we can't afford. But how uh, can
1: you, Congressman, how can you get to 218 when you've got these people on the right who are insistent that you get the, as you call them, purists? I mean, is anyone that you put up, uh, would they be satisfied with a Scalise? Would they be satisfied with a Jim Jordan? Who does Matt Gates want after he blew up the ship?
0: I mean, frankly, I don't know what the chaos caucus's uh plan is here but i do know that most of what happened to kevin is about personal vendetta they took their personal beef their personal gripes and they they they've dragged the congress to a halt and they should be held to account by their constituents because we haven't accomplished a damn thing by this it's taken republicans back probably five years in the actions that they take because we look like a, a group that even though we've put some great legislative wins on the board, we've dragged the the, the, the country uh, from the absolute freight train that Biden was driving towards a spending cliff. Uh, we've, we've dragged that back from the brink. We've dragged Schumer back from the brink. We were driving the train on appropriations and getting our work done, and now we're halted. It's it's just so it's, it's infuriating, so. Janine. It, it is is uh, we we ninety six percent of the caucus is on one side of this. They stole our leader. This would be like the New England Patriots voting Tom Brady off the team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. he, he, he's he's the best leader we had. He was our MVP, and now he's been sidelined because of the selfish, petty actions of of eight. Okay.
1: All right. Attention. So, so because you don't have a speaker, you can't do any work. I mean, is that is that the... everything is
0: absolutely dragged to a halt until we elect a speaker? So, hopefully, next week when we return to Washington, we're going back on Monday uh, that we will be able to uh, have our candidate forum and and hopefully we come to some consensus. I think they should lock the damn door and not let us out until we. Finish. I don't
1: think you should have gone home. I don't think anyone I, should I have agree been allowed
0: with you out. on that, I was pissed off. Because there's no reason. Well, I mean, how do you look your constituents in the eye and say, you know, we got two hands on the wheel when they're like, oh, oh shucks, we have no leader, go home. I stayed around well, for two days just in case they, you know, they change their mind.
1: Let but me it's, ask you it, something. So
0: many people had left. Congressman,
1: what would make Matt Gates happy? Who does he want?
0: I, I don't. I mean, he just, you know what made Matt Gates happy? When he walked down the steps of that Capitol after he was successful in his his, uh, his mission here. And there are 50 cameras surrounding him. That's the only thing that makes Matt Gates happy. So, um, well, what you know, about
1: Nancy Mace? I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, teed off at Nancy Mace. I mean, doesn't she, she, she uh, see she, the harm that this does?
0: Uh, she's the new Chuck Schumer of the house Re- house Republican conference. There's a, you know, a camera is, is what she seeks. The attention is what she seeks. And uh, she she has no legitimate gripes that would have led to a – this has never happened in the history of the Congress. We need to, I guess, restate that. This yeah. has never happened before. This is unprecedented. This isn't, this isn't we just had a disagreement and he had to go. No, they, we just dreamt up a reason to throw out our speaker. I mean, it
1: doesn't even make sense. Well, it's not just throwing out the speaker. It's throwing out the speaker and bringing Congress to a halt. It's throwing out the speaker and the defendants. The defendants, listen to me. The Democrats in my DA days. The Democrats are the ones who are assisting those who throw in the anarchists. And so now it's what the Democrats love, chaos and anarchy. That's what they in, want. And they helped the the Matt Gaetz get it.
0: So Democrats are raising funds off of it. And I must have gotten 10 emails and texts from Matt Gates while the proceedings were going on on the floor. That's despicable. And all the rest of them are doing the same thing. Nancy Mace is doing the same thing. Uh, this is this is reprehensible behavior. And there has to be accountability. There has to be uh, some consequences. And that's something that we're going to have in the discussions in the Speaker's election.
1: You know, uh, Kevin McCarthy, you know, he has worked so hard not just to be Speaker, but as I said, going around the country, raising money, trying to bring in new blood into Congress. And I mean, the thanks he gets, I mean, thrown out, as you say, I think it was 115 years ago this may have happened uh, in the 1800s. I mean, it's just crazy. Stuff and um, they humiliated the man, humiliated them for their own edification. But what edific- What did they get out of it? The fact that they left Congress in a unable to do any work shows me that they didn't really care about anything other than that personal gratification. All right, why don't you tell my listeners, just for a couple of minutes, all the things that the House has done under Kevin McCarthy, the bills that you guys got passed, the fact that the Senate won't take it is not the House's fault, that congressional oversight, all the stuff that's come out against uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, what the the DOJ won't bother to do, the House is doing. They blew up the House's administration. Investigation.
0: Our our, actually, our subpoenas are in question now because the speaker is not the speaker anymore that signed uh, the subpoenas. So, this is is absolutely putting everything on hold and it's allowing, you know, court challenges to the work that we're doing. Uh, But this majority this year, we have passed a comprehensive energy policy, we have passed a border security bill, Uh, we have curb spending. We're in the pro- uh, process of writing appropriations bills that write um, many of the departments of this government back to pre-COVID levels. We were doing the things that they were claiming that Kevin lied about uh, because we happened to need more time. We needed an extension. We needed yeah. 45 days to finish our work. Mm-hmm. Um, they they do not have a legitimate gripe. We have put wins on the board. We have differentiated our party with theirs. We've given a different direction to the United States of America as to why to keep us in the majority and why to vote Republican for president, frankly. Mm -hmm. And it isn't an America, it's an America first agenda. Yep, yep. And and there's not a damn word that they could have objected to in any of our policies. And this was a convenient excuse. They they used the CR. Um, You know, the purists thought that the debt limit, Situation was going to be 100% in our area. It doesn't work that way. You have a president who's a Democrat, you have a Senate that's Democrat, you have a House that's Republican. We've outkicked the coverage, frankly. Yep. We, yep. Are, we have a four seat majority in one half of one third of the federal government. Amazing. And, and our leader has taken us uh, to great heights. And, and he was deposed for no reason in, in this vain, disgusting display.
1: Well, you know, so Kevin McCarthy, I mean, have you spoken to him? Do you know what he's going to be doing now?
0: I, I, I talked to him uh, that, that afternoon um, mm-hmm. after he made his announcement in conference. And, yeah, it was an emotional time for everybody. Sure. Know? It was
1: emotional it, for uh, me.
0: We had our leader taken away from us. Someone that's that's just, you know, stood by each and every one of us. And – well. Uh, you know, especially for the freshman, I think because he he led the way. Um, you know, he encouraged me to run for Congress, mm-hmm. and um, you know, something that you know the circumstances around my race. This was nothing I planned to do, uh, and so so this is this is a huge loss to a lot of us. He's still a member of Congress. He's still going to be around. And I got to tell you, if I was one of those eight, I'd be a little worried because you got a hell of a lot of money.
1: Well, not only that, I mean, he's got a hell of a lot of respect. And I think now more than ever, people realize that this was a petty personal fight. And, you know, if it was, let's assume I'm wrong. Let me give them the benefit of the doubt that they wanted things done in a pristine, perfect way in a house of whores, with all due respect to you and a bunch of others. You know, where the Democrats join the MAGA Republicans to oust a moderate Republican, you know that that's a dance that only the devil does. But let's assume that they want to be purists. You, why don't you be a purist when we are not Fighting the most inept administration in American history, an administration that is allowing millions of illegals about whom we know nothing. We don't know their names. We don't know whether or not they have criminal records. We don't know whether or not they're diseased. And in fact, if they are diseased, when we had the pandemic, they didn't have to take a vaccine or a COVID shot. Um, And now they're in the schools, in the hospitals. They're in all the, 50% of the hotels in New York City have illegals in them. And That's I'm not strange. calling them migrants. I'm not calling they're them aside. They're illegal immigrants. Your family came here. My family came here. They did it the right way. When I was a DA, uh, uh, Congressman uh, Nick Longworthy, what I did was once a month I would swear in those newly uh, um, uh, naturalized citizens. They couldn't wait to swear allegiance to the United States. So Congressman Nick Longworthy, we very much appreciate your being here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Uh, and we Thank you for your work. Good luck going back to Congress. I don't envy you. you.
0: It's always great to be with you, Judge. You know, there's a lot of great people that are working hard. And, um, you know, unfortunately, there's there's a very small minority among us that are trying to derail the efforts. We're not going to be stopped. Well, let's hope not.
1: All right. Take care. Take care. All okay. right. And never forget, that's a commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating eleven dollars a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at t2t.org. That's t the number two, t.org. And up next here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gabble out with my closing argument.
0: Judge Janine Show.